can look for new limited edition 15 packs of original 16 Canadian Pale Ale. Each pack includes a mix of collectible cans for the ultimate Flames fan to proudly display. Original 16, official beer sponsor of the Calgary Flames. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Flames TV live post game show. I'm joined by Megan Mickelson here on the desk. And uh, Megan, another roller coaster uh, game for this team. Nothing comes easy for the Flames this season, it appears. Uh, but they had that big comeback win against Vancouver. They managed to do it again tonight, uh, taking advantage of probably what was a bit of a tired Anaheim team after uh, playing late in Edmonton last night. But uh, like I said, nothing came easy for this team. No, and obviously not the start that they would have wanted, but just showing again a lot of resilience. I think that that's one word I know for sure that comes to mind with this team lately is the amount of resilience they've showed in, in battling back, whether they're you know down a goal, whatever it may be. Throughout the course of the season, there's been a lot of ups and downs uh, and showing a lot of resilience here again tonight. All right, well, there were a ton of goals, so let's get right to it. Uh, we love the games when there's lots of goals. So we'll kick off the uh, first period here, and as you mentioned, it wasn't a great start for the team. It was the Ducks who found uh, the back of the net first. Trevis, uh, Trevor Zegris finds Frank Vetrano who whips it past Markstrom to make it one nothing for the visitors. We're actually gonna we're gonna get back to all these goals because we have a special guest who just arrived on the desk. Uh, welcome to the desk. Uh, tell us uh, just your thoughts on how the game went for you guys tonight. Yeah, that was a good game for us. Obviously, um, right to the end again, but another comeback and. Uh, Obviously, we needed that one, and we're moving forward now. What kind of confidence, Nick, did you get from that uh, game against Vancouver? It was a similar situation. You were down. You had to keep battling back, and then the same thing happened for you guys tonight again. Yeah, I think when that happens in your last game and uh, you're in the same kind of position, um, you're a little more you know, confident and relaxed. And uh, you know, we had a big third, and I uh, didn't give them much and scored two big goals and um, two points again. And after the first period, obviously not the start that you guys wanted. You're down two to nothing. What was said in the in the locker room in between periods there? Yeah, the first wasn't our wasn't our best. We were uh, you know a little sleepy, I thought, and they capitalized on a couple of chances. But uh, 40 minutes left against a, a team that had played last night, so we were confident that um, we could wear them down. And uh, exactly what happened in the end. Nick, what's it been like for you guys? Uh, you know, there's five games to go now. You're two points back. Just controlling sort of your, or managing, let's say, your emotions um, and just the pressure now to, to keep grinding away and, and, you know, trying to get that last playoff spot. Exactly, yeah. Uh, five games now. It's been like this for uh, a couple weeks now, uh, maybe even longer. But um, you just got to win as many games as you can, and uh, we've done a good job with that lately. And uh, don't worry about anything else. As long as we take care of business, we'll, we'll see what happens at the end. You never want to critique a win, but I'm going to ask you about the start because I feel like there's been a few games where we haven't gone off to that good start. Can you explain what's happening in those first periods? Yeah, I don't really know what the exact reason is. Just, uh, you know, a little bit of puck luck, I think, too. And maybe we're just not, not quite ready, but um, a couple shots go in and uh, we're down early. But we seem to forget about it pretty fast and get back to it. So that's a good sign, I guess. Let's finish on a high note. Just how much fun are you having? This is obviously a new team for you. You've been here for a few a few weeks now, just trying to make the playoffs and what it's been like for you joining this this new group. Yeah, it's been great. Obviously, a uh, big change coming from, from Arizona. And, uh, you know, it's been a playoff push ever since I've got here. And uh, every game's, you know, a playoff game and um, five more. And it's, it's not going to change now. Okay. Awesome. Thanks for this. We appreciate you stopping yeah, by. Yeah, thanks for having me. All right, there you have it. Uh, Nick Ritchie joining us on the desk after the Flames, uh, what was it, 5-4? I'm losing track of the goals. 5-4 victory <laughs> in overtime. Uh, and like he said, 
I mean, maybe I shouldn't bring up the slow starts, but it's, but it's a bit concerning, isn't it, when you fall behind a couple goals to, to these teams? It is, especially when you come out of a game like Friday and you have the momentum, you have the confidence as a team. But I think the important thing, obviously, is that they found a way to turn the tides. Right. All right, let's get back to those goals. I think we're going to pick it up with the... Okay, we're going to pick it up 2-0. Uh, Here comes the second goal from Anaheim. So this would be Max Comtois. Okay, here we go. So he, he goes five hole. He just, just slides it in under marks from there. So that was the two nothing goal for Anaheim uh, in that first period. Yeah, and that was a, it was a power play goal and it came off of a, a penalty that I'm sure Blake Coleman would have liked back. Right, speaking of penalties uh, or power plays, let's say here's Calgary. They started the second on a power play and they got, uh, they capitalized early Andrew Mangiapane putting them on the board. That was a beautiful shot, obviously a cannon, but what I really liked was the cross seam pass there from Tyler Toffoli, who had an outstanding game again tonight. Mm -hmm. Seven minutes into this one, then it's Jonathan Huberto finding a trailing Nikita Zadorov, who just uh, wires it underneath the crossbar. That's his 10th of the season to make it 2-2. Two -two. Another not bad shot. Right. That's an okay <laughs> shot. But what I yeah. what I loved about that is the pass from Huberto and the patience just to wait until that pocket really opens up for Nikita Zadorov. Okay, and then a minute and six later, it's the Flames again. This time uh, it was Troy Stetcher unloading from the point, and that one will go in off of Richie there. Yeah, and Troy Stetcher's been outstanding for this team, and we'll touch on him a little bit more later, but a rolling puck and, and just a great tip there, net front presence by Nick Ritchie. That's his 13th of the season, by the way. The Flames, though, they could not hold on to that lead. Less than a minute later, uh, it's Veterano again tying the game up. Yeah, I'm going to be a little bit picky here on the Flames defense, uh, and forwards, actually, is just on the back check there. I think a little bit more uh, effort on the back check could have prevented that goal. All right, and then it was the Ducks again. This time, Scott Harrington will blast one home from the slot. I believe there he is to make it 4-3, beating Vladar there. And there's no way that Dan Vladar could have seen that puck. I think we can see here a great angle that he's fully screened. There's no way you can see that, but an absolute cannon as well coming from the point. All right, so the Flames trailing yet again, heading into the third period. We've seen a lot of this before. They needed a comeback, and uh, it's Mackenzie Wieger starting this one with the block, and then Blake Coleman finds Milan Lucic, who goes top. Corner. Yeah, and that was a huge block shot by Mackenzie Wieger. I don't think that, you know, that can be understated enough. Just a great defensive play from him. And, uh, you know, I kind of want to ask Milan Lucic if he meant to shoot it and hit that top corner. We were hoping to get him on the desk, but he's not here, unfortunately. We'll, we'll hunt him down maybe later. Okay, and then uh, with overtime looming, Michael Stone, what a comeback for him. I'm pretty sure every single Calgary Flames fan is happy for Michael Stone yes. right now. I mean, being out with an injury for as long as he was and to come back as a player when you're out for that long, you want to come back and, and really have an impact. So for him to score that goal, man, that's got to feel good. Yes, that was his first game since February 18th. He had missed 20. Uh, he was on the road trip with Vancouver, but uh, like we said, this was first game in the lineup. So the Flames, man, they pull it off again. They get another huge two points. We saw the scoreboard earlier. Winnipeg uh, took care of the Jet, uh, 
uh, New Jersey tonight, six to one. So the Flames, they stay within those two points of Jersey. And we were talking about uh, defenseman Troy Stetcher, just uh, what an impact he's made for the team fitting in on that third pairing and another huge night uh, for him tonight. Yeah, he's been incredible since he's come in here. And uh, I was joking, talking about him the other day, saying I'm kind of waiting for the honeymoon <laughs> phase to be over right. since he's gotten here. But, uh, you know, he's got an absolute rocket of a shot. I think that we've seen that. He's scored two almost identical goals. Uh, and then, you know, his patience uh, with the puck and just the skill, the element of skill that he's brought to the back end. But what I also love about him is his level of compete and how hard he works. And Daryl Sutter, Sutter has talked about him, mm -hmm. uh, just that he works hard every single night. So uh, great defensively, works hard, and can obviously put the puck in the back of the net. Okay, and speaking of Daryl Sutter, uh, he is in the press room right now. Let's hear what the coach had to say about his team's 5-4 uh, victory. This one wasn't pretty, but found a way. Similar to Vancouver in that regard? No, I don't think so. I think we had a lot more more jump in Vancouver. But we had some guys tonight that didn't have a lot of jump in their game. What's the um, What was the mindset behind pulling Markstrom? James changing lines around. Just trying to get a little more jump in it. Did you, did you see what you needed to see out of the new lines? We won the game. That's what we're trying to see, right? Michael Stone been out of the lineup for a little while. Steps back in with the heat. Yeah, that was a good decision to get him back in there. You get your first comeback win when trailing after two periods. The next uh, game, you get your longest win streak of the season. What does that do for the belief in the room as you try to chase just, it Just, you know what, just trying to stay focused on the games, right? That's it. Get, get some rest and reload. What do you think of this team's mindset now that they've had back-to-back -back games where they've been able to come back after trailing after 40 minutes. Well, if we don't get points, we're, we're out of it, right? We're trying to make every game meaningful. So just continue to try and do that. Are moments like this when having a veteran team is a huge benefit for you? Actually, the young young guys' legs were the We moved guys around tonight. Even when we talked about goalie, and the only thing we didn't switch on was D and put a new one in. So it was actually the guys that moved around that gave us a little boost. And they got a boost uh, from a lot of different guys tonight, including the fourth line. Uh, we saw Milan Lucic tying it up there. Just a, a huge goal in that moment for Calgary. Yeah, absolutely huge. And uh, you'd like to see that from a guy like Milan Lucic as well. And, you know, Michael Stone with the winner, obviously. But... Um, Milan Lucic, he's a veteran player. He's been around a long time. He knows what it takes to win. Uh, he knows how to handle adversity and, and to really push through when, when times get tough. So it's good to see him put a puck in the back of the net at that point in the game, at this point in the season. For sure. Okay, let's hear what the veteran had to say. Here he is in the dressing room after the Flames victory. Milan, for the second straight game, this group finds a way to come back when trailing after 40. and. A back and forth affair. What's your biggest takeaway from from this one tonight? I think uh, we just stuck with it. Uh, we didn't get frustrated, and uh, uh, especially I thought in the third period we, you know, we went out there with the with the focus to to win the game. So uh, yeah, it was a good team effort. Obviously, uh, giving up eight goals in the last two games isn't really a positive, but. You know, we 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 got the win, and that's that's the biggest thing that matters. Maybe take us through your goal because we can see not only what a nice shot that was, but the emotion that followed suit afterwards. Yeah, I mean, obviously, uh, you know, you want to contribute and you want to 
you know, you know, help out uh, any way that you can, and you want to score big goals in, in big moments, and you know, was able to do that and uh, to get it to four four, and then you know, big faceoff win, and Stoney back in the lineup and and lets his signature bomb go, and and uh, we get the win. So uh, all in all, uh, good job today by everyone uh, finishing off their chances. We go back a month ago and you guys are talking about feeling like a good team that just couldn't win games. Now in Vancouver, you get your first comeback win trailing after two. Now you get your longest win streak of the season. What does that do for the belief in the group? Yeah, it's huge. And I think, you know, being able to come back against a team like Vancouver, who's uh, probably one of the best teams right now, you know, that gave us some confidence to, to, out there, to go out there and do it again uh, here tonight. So uh, again, you know, uh, Winnipeg won, so we needed to do our part. You know, five games left. Uh, you know, we're, we're probably going to have to win win all of them, but you just got to take it one game at a time. And and uh, tonight, uh, we get a big win to stay to stay in it. You mentioned what it means to contribute. You know, in a big moment like that was a pretty sweet snipe. Um, you feel good coming up today? Uh, you know, it was just one of those ones. Uh, uh, Weeks did a good job blocking a shot and. Uh, uh, it turns the other way, and Colsey does a good job finding me. And you know, I was just trying to, you know, move my feet. And and once I got my feet under me, just to uh, uh, let it rip as hard as I can. And sometimes when you don't think and just shoot it hard, uh, it, it finds those spots. So, uh, so yeah, it was, it was it felt good coming off my stick, and it was nice to see it go in. How was you? How fun? Your your team's response to stress has has changed over the past a little bit. Uh. Yeah, I think so. I think just uh, just because of the situation that we're in. I mean, every game's a do or die, or like it feels like a game seven. So uh, everyone knows right now. There's no there's no time for frustration or negative energy. It's just going out there and uh, playing the way that we can. Well, and Mike, Michael's game winner goes off the post and in. Does it seem like this year, all year long, it goes off the post and out? Yeah, and then you know, I, I was I, I just said before I came to talk to you guys. I think. All five goals today were, were were snipes. So nice to see it go. What do we have? Three or four posting in today after what eighty plus posts and out. So good to see some bounces go our way. How would you describe this team's mindset over the last two games? Trying to overcome a deficit compared to what it's been like for some of the other games this year, where you've tried to overcome a deficit and it hasn't worked. I think the the mindset is just simplifying it and you know winning shifts and and winning periods and. And stuff like that. Obviously, we not a good start coming out, uh, going down two nothing. But you know, we cut the lead in half with uh, winning the second period and then winning the third period. So, like I said, just simplifying it and uh, having that type of mindset. Thanks. Thank you. All right. So a huge goal by Milan Lucic tonight, and he did mention that they they've scored a lot of goals, but they've been allowing a lot of goals to eight now over the last two games. Um, and of course, Markstrom, uh, Daryl Sutter took Markstrom out and put Vladar in for the last two periods. And I guess at the end of the day, it works for the team. It did. And I think Jacob Markstrom was fighting the puck yes. a little bit. We saw that. But I think also, you know, the players in the room, when there's a goalie change like that, you know, it's not just on the goaltender. It's on the entire team. And that when there is a goalie change, 
you know, you have to pick up, pick up your socks as well and, and make sure that you're doing the things you need to do to help your goalie out. So I think that, you know, what that did was it, it really created a spark for the team. That was the intention. Uh, that's what Daryl, we heard Daryl talk about it, that it's, it's the same as changing the lines up. You're just looking to get, you know, something different, a different look, a spark. And, and right now for this team, it was, it, they really needed that mm -hmm. spark because, like you said, it's uh, every single game's a must win. Right. So it was, yeah, Markstrom had allowed two goals on nine shots, and Vladar came in and made 10 saves on 12 shots. So the switching of the goaltenders work, and considering they're playing three games in four nights, maybe it's not such a bad idea to give Markstrom a bit of a rest there. Yeah, and I think the key for Jacob Markstrom is, you know, not being too hard on yourself coming out of this one because at the end of the day, moving forward, they're going to need both Jacob Markstrom and Dan Vladar in this little bit of this stretch here so I think having both guys maybe you know a little bit rested but also making sure that mentally you're staying in a good mindset so that you can be where you're at for the team okay uh, Tyler Toffoli continues to produce offensively for the team he didn't score tonight but he had two assists let's uh, hear what he had to say after this one yeah I mean I think we've we've stuck with it obviously things uh, didn't go as planned at the start of the game. We definitely didn't play very well the first two periods, but um, sticking together as a group and finding a way to win is, is all that matters this time of the year. Um, momentum, you guys certainly feeling that for sure these days, right? Yeah, obviously things are rolling. Um, you know, definitely easier when pucks are going in for us and um, scoring timely goals, and that definitely goes a long way. A guy like Michael Stone hasn't played in 20 games, comes in and scores that goal too, right? Yeah, I mean, no, I'm not really surprised a shot like that going in. But um, I thought he came in. Obviously, like you said, he hasn't played in a while, but uh, did his job, played his minutes, and played hard, and um, you know, got us to win. You guys need everyone to step up. I, mean, I don't think that necessarily Stone and Luke were on the top of people's list to score those third period goals, but they just guys, you know, taking advantage and making most of it. I don't see why not. I mean, we expect everybody to uh, perform. Everybody. Um, playing hard, and um, it's obviously really nice to see Luch scoring a really nice goal, big goal, and um, Stoney as well. So um, we expect everybody to be doing the same thing, and um, it happened tonight. Tyler, how would you uh, find your team's response to stress has changed recently compared to earlier in the season? I think we, we know that uh, it's that time of the year where um, we got to stick together, we got to find a way, and um, I think we've we've just been doing that. Even uh, the games that we weren't we weren't winning, they were close games, and um, we were in it. Marky was keeping us in games, and um, you know, like I've been saying, it's, it's that time of the year, and um, when things are stressful, there's there's no panic in our room. We just keep playing and don't change the way we play, and you know, grind games out. What do you Tyler, like so you know when when we have faith in both goaltenders, but when there's a change like that, what can that what can that do for that group early on? Yeah, obviously we let Marky down. Like I said, we definitely didn't play very well in the first, uh, second as well, but um, Dan made some big saves for us, and uh, at the end of the day, we, we got the win. What was the difference from your perspective between the first two periods and how you guys played the third? I think we just played harder. We, uh, I mean, in the third period, we stuck to our game plan. We got pucks deep, and uh, we really hemmed them in, and uh, I think the one time in the third period, they got in our zone, and, and I was out there, and our, our, our zone was pretty fresh, so that's, uh, that's obviously a good sign. Original 16, a great way to celebrate things done well.
All right, Tyler Toffoli after this one. Uh, I mean, all business because there's a lot of work left to do, but they can enjoy this one for a while. And he mentioned uh, Michael Stone there getting that big goal. I, I can imagine how difficult it is to step in after being out with an injury for so long. I mean, what's that like as an athlete coming in after you've missed so much time? Yeah, I've done that right. Yeah, <laughs> a couple of times, and it is really hard. But I think you know the key to that is is your preparation. Uh, and you know, Michael Stone obviously is a guy that he has a reputation for working hard and doing all the things that he needs to do off the ice to make sure that when he comes into play that he's ready to go. And you know, I think also being used to being sometimes the sixth or seventh defenseman and not playing a lot of minutes you know how to keep yourself ready right. uh, and he's done that obviously well he was the difference maker tonight uh, stepping in for the first time in 20 games uh, an absolute bomb of a shot let's hear what he had to say after scoring the winner tonight here in Calgary yeah it's good yeah <laughs> it's nice a little uh, little up and down throughout the game but nice to finish with that one so take me through your mindset uh, on, the, on the goal uh, the boys did a good job in the face-off circle. Rich coming in and helping Naz, and then I had a little bit of time to wind up. It seems like goal shots all year long. Yeah. Uh, not for me. <laughs> Mine either get blocked or miss the net. Uh, so... Yeah, but yeah, I mean, there's been a lot of those. I mean, we know you as a bit of a chatty Cathy, but what kind oh, of... Oh, yeah? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so what kind of reception did you get from the guys on the bench? Like, I saw your reaction was pretty muted, but everyone around you seemed yeah. to be jazzed. Yeah, it was good. Um, it's just nice to come back in and contribute, and then when you get the love from all the guys, it's nice. When did the boot actually come off? Ooh. Uh, th two and a half, three weeks ago, maybe? You think about Weger making that shot block that led to the Lucci yeah. goal and saw everybody around him on the bench. That's just kind of the mm -hmm. commitment level you guys expect and well, that's kind of get we'll, from great players. Yeah, that's what we need right now too. That's the time of year where you put your body on the line for whatever, whatever it takes to get the job done. I know it's a little bit of scoreboard watching season. At what point did you find out that the Jets were going to Right now. <laughs> <laughs> I was not aware. <laughs> Dialed in, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> for a while just when things were frustrating for the team what was the difference you saw in mindset kind of being on the periphery of it to what we're seeing now with the team hitting all these firsts in the late stages of the season well it's about time we've done it I guess um you know we've watching we've played good hockey and we've played not so good hockey and that stretches from shift to shift and game to game but um and I think you could say the same about tonight we we had periods of the game where we were not very good, and we had periods where we controlled a lot of the play, and tonight we managed to get one more than the other guys. How did it feel being on a pair with Troy tonight? Good, yeah. I first first experience playing with him, so it was uh, yeah, it was good. He moves well, skates well, so it's uh, everybody in here is pretty good, so there's not much. You could just speak to the momentum you guys have been building this year because it's mm -hmm. something that you haven't done a lot of this year. Yeah, it's right time of year to do it. Um, be better if we were in a different position, but it's uh, it's good that we're stringing some wins together. Thank you, sir. Yeah. Congrats. Thanks.
Let's take a look at what else happened around the league tonight and, and how the standings shake out after tonight. Of course, the game that everybody was watching was Winnipeg against New Jersey. And as we mentioned, uh, the Jets were all over the Devils. They beat them 6-1. to one. So... Winnipeg and Calgary both with five games remaining and the Flames still two points out. So they keep pace, but they're still uh, still playing catch-up at this point. So we will see how things go. Of course, uh, Chicago, um, they play Chicago on Tuesday and then Winnipeg on Wednesday. And that game looming right now. Yeah, and I think this team, and we've heard them say it over and over again over the past little while, is they need to take things one game at a time. And that's the mentality. This one's over. You're moving on to the next, getting ready for the next one. Uh, and also just focusing on the things that you can control. Like as much as you may be looking at the out-of-town scoreboard and knowing, you know, who's winning, who's not winning, you have to focus on your play, your game, and the things that you need to do to be successful. So I think that, you know, a good learning from this game for the Calgary Flames is didn't get the start that they wanted after coming out of Vancouver with all the momentum. So now, once again, they have the momentum. Carry that into Tuesday night. And one just last thought for me, because you mentioned it before about the back-to-backs. They have Chicago. They fly right out to Winnipeg and play them the next day. You think maybe they'd be tired, but you made the comment that sometimes it's not so bad to be playing these back-to-backs. You're still in, you stay in the moment in a way you stay in the moment and your nervous system's firing physiologically it doesn't make much sense in that you think that with more games more travel you'd be more tired but sometimes it's just that adrenaline you're kind of always on and it it, it keeps you going and you end up feeling better uh than you actually would so i'm wondering if you know winnipeg's going to be the team coming right. in uh wednesday night a little bit tired and and sleepy they have, uh, of course, the two nights off before that game. So, yes, we shall see. But, yes, as you mentioned, uh, first things first, Chicago is here on Tuesday. Uh, so that's it for us. It's a 5-4 victory for the Flames, their fourth win in a row. They haven't done that all season. They will look to keep things rolling against Chicago on Tuesday night. We will see you back here then.